today's daf is Ksubis daf Lamed Ches. We are holding on daf Lamed Zayin on days. We just got past via Hafta Lareacha Kamocha, about two lines before the end of the page. On Lamed Zayin on days, the Gemara was discussing how we know what, why we need several Pesukim to teach the, the concept of Kamle Bidrab Mineh, that a person only gets the more severe of two punishments, but that led us into a whole series of drashos, of psukim, relating to how we know that when a person is chayiv and onesh, that it's not an option to pay money and get out of uh, receiving the onesh that he's supposed to otherwise receive. So uh, we are holding, uh, so we're going to continue that discussion pretty much until the Mishnah. And then the Mishnah and Lamed Chesem Aleph, through the rest of the daf, is going to discuss when we pay a knas to a uh, nara, that a man is ma'anis, a nara, and he pays a knas, what, what's the halacha if she was once in Arusa, if she once had previously been married? Now, if she's currently married, there's definitely no kanas because he's chayv misa. If she, uh, if she's a be'ula, also there's definitely no kanas because it's only for a besula. But what if she once had erisin and then she was niskarsha mina erisin and she's still a nara? Would there be a kanas payment or not? So that's going to be machlokas tanaim, and the, pretty much the whole rest of the daf is going to discuss the details of that machlokas. So let's begin again. We're up to Kol First one line is Yafa. We're at the second word on the line. So the Gemara is going to go back now to discuss the din that someone who's Chayiv Misa cannot just pay his way out of his Chayiv Misa. And the Gemara is going to say, well, we have another Pasuk that teaches us this din. And the Pasuk goes on, most you must. So the Gemara assumes that this Pasuk is teaching us that if someone is Chayiv Misa Adam, that he cannot pay his way out of it. He has to, he has to die. Cherem is a lashon of Misa over here. That's where we point out many times. Rishach always likes to point out when we put someone in Cherem, uh, the, the, the essence of any Cherem is a curse that the person should die. Now it happens to be there are a lot of ramifications of such a curse that you're not supposed to give him an aliyah and do business with him and things like that. But essentially, it's a curse that a person should die. So we're understanding the word Cherem over here as a lashon of, uh, of, of, of Misa. So Lamali, why do I need this pasuk? Don't we already know it from the pasuk of Lasichu Kofar the Nefesh Rotzeach that people who are Chayiv Misa cannot pay their way out of Misa? Didn't we already darshan that yesterday? So the Gemara answers, No, This pasuk is needed for the brisa that it says with regard to Erechid. Now, when it comes to an Erech, it's uh, ostensibly the way to translate it is the value that a person says that I'm giving the value of this person to the Beis Hamikdash, but it does not actually mean value. Dumb of a lie. When you say someone's damim is uh, I'm committing to pay, that's value. Erech is what the Torah determines as uh, based on gender and age what the erech of a person is. So really it should have absolutely nothing to do with what the person is actually worth. And it could be that the person is worth zero, but if he's a male between the ages of uh, X and Y, so that, that's all. That's all you need to know in order to determine the erech. Well, there is one exception. How do we know that a person is chayiv misas based in? And he's being taken out to get killed. And someone says about this person who's being taken out to get killed, his, I'm going to pay his erech. How do I know that he doesn't have to pay anything? Now, we would have thought you should have to pay because he does have a gender and he does have an age. It doesn't matter if he's actually worth anything. It doesn't matter 
that he's about to die. But how do I know that it's lo marklum? Shenamar, because the pasuk says, Kol asher yechara min adam lo yipadeh. So that's the pasuk. Uh, the, so we darshan yecharam, not milashon misa, but rather milashon hegdish. That the pasuk is coming to tell me that someone who says ercho shall ploni alai, and that person happens to be chayiv misas bezdin, so lo yipadeh. He doesn't have an erach. He says if he didn't say anything, he doesn't have to pay anything. So yachal af kodim shnigmardino kain. One might have thought that even before the gemardin, before he's been the paskind that he's going to be chayiv misa, that the halacha would be the same that he has no erech. Tamalomar, that's why the Pasuk says, Kalchemer Shayachram Minha Adam, Velo Kala Adam, that it's Minha Adam and not Kala Adam, that the Torah is, has a special miut, Minha Adam, to teach us that not in every case, when a guy says that when the Nerach is being Yotze Lehareg, is it Lor Marklum? Sometimes there's someone that's going to die and his Erech and the statement of Erech is meaningful. So when is that? That's if it's before the Gemar did. So ask the Gemara, Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya, the Amar, According to Rabbi Akavi, who says that this whole din is not true, that of course the guy has an erech, even if he's being yotzei leharig, which again is the pashtus, that of course he has an erech. So kol So then, what are we going to do with the extra pasuk of kol cherem? Meaning, you're not going to. Rabbi Chanan says it's not possible to use that pasuk to teach me that a person who's Yotzei Leharek doesn't have an Erech, because that's not true, he does have an Erech. So, he would use the Pasuk for what the following Baisi uses it for. Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshel, Rabbi Yochum ben Broka Omer, We find those who are who die at the hands of Shemayim. Let's say a Sharmuad kills a person, where the owner is Chayv Misa Bidei Shemayim. They can give money, and they can get a Kapara through giving money. Because the, the the pasuk says im kofar yushasalav. The pasuk says if shorna if if it's a if it's a shormuad shornagachum itmol shalshom and it became a huad bebaylov loishmerenu and he didn't guard it properly and it's hamis ishoisha so the shor gets skila v'gamba lavimas im kofar yushasalav and then it says v'nasim pidyonavsho etc. So you see that the baylum can give a kofar he can be poda himself from his chiv misa bidei shemayim by giving money. So yachal af bidei adam kain you might think even someone who's chiv misa bidei adam can pater himself with money. Tamalomar cherem in adam lo yipadeh. That's why the pasuk says cherem in adam lo yipadeh. We darshan that a person's chiv misa spazdin cannot be poda himself with money. The only but I would only know from there that money doesn't help to be pulled to you from Misa Spazdin if it's a Misa Chamura where uh, where where uh, doing your Peshogeg is not is not uh, you're not capable of getting Kapara. But Misa's Kalosh and Itna Shigasan the Kapara Minayan. How do I know the same would apply even for Misa's Kalos, where if you do Peshogeg you're eligible for Kapara? Meaning the Torah never said that all Misa's are included in this Chiddish, that money doesn't doesn't work, that money won't redeem your Chiv Misa. So maybe we would say that Stavka by Misa's Chamuras, like a person, Rashi gives the example, who's Osa Chabura Ba'aviv, or is Gonev Nefesh Israel, someone who injures his father, or who kidnaps someone, that the, uh, the, the, the those are particularly Chamur, because if you do Bishogeg, you can't get a Kapara by bringing a Kamur Chatas. But Misa's Kalos, for example, it's not what we would normally associate with Kalos, but Ovid Avodos Kachavim, Mechal Shabbos, where if you do any of those things Bishogeg, you can bring a Korban Chatos and you'll get a Kapara. So, uh, so you might think that since they are Kalos, you could also pay your way out of it. 
Tamalomar Kol Cherem. That's why the Pasuk says Kol Cherem. So Kol comes to include all Chayavimisos that they cannot pay their way out of it. So frankly, Gemara Velomi Meila Milo Sikhu Kofer Shamat Mina Lotishkal Monomine Vitiftere. Don't I already know this? This Chiddush itself, don't we already know this from the Pasuk of Sikhu Kofer Lunafesh Rotseach that you can't take money from someone who's Chayav Misa in order to potter him from the Misa? Rotseach is someone who's a Misa Kala. He's someone who's because after all, uh, the Rotseach B'Shogig has a Kapara. He has a Kapara through Golos, by going to near Miklat. So Kol Cherem Lavali, what do I need Kol Cherem? You don't need Kol in Kol Cherem to teach me that even by a Misa Kali you can't pay your way out of it. It already says it by a Rotseach, and a Rotseach is a Misa Kala. Answers the Gemara, Amar Rami Bar Chama Itzterich. No, we need the Pasuk of Kol Cherem as well as the Pasuk of L'Sichu Kof and Lefesh Rotseach, because Salka Daita Chamina. One might have thought, Hani Mili that, that, that when do we say you cannot pay off your Chiv Misa with money? That's only if you killed in an upward motion when you were Horeg Derech Aliyah, where if you do Peshogeg, you, uh, you cannot get a Kapara because the Allah is, yes, a person does go to a near Mikla when he kills Peshogeg, but that's only if he kills Derech if he kills in a downward motion. For whatever reason, that's just the way it is, that it's only if you kill in a downward motion. But if you kill an upward motion, there is no, uh, there is no galus. So if there is no galus, so you see that that would be called a misa chamura. That would be something that that has no kapara. But if a person kills in a downward motion where there is kapara for his killing, if he were to do a b'shogeg. So one might have thought that a person who kills Derech Yerida and is Chayiv Misa can get out of his Misa by paying it off. Because after all, killing in a downward motion is apparently not that bad. It's not that severe. Because had you done it B'Shogeg, you would have found a Kapara. That's why we need the Pasukah. That Pasukah comes to teach us that even if you kill Derech Yerida, you cannot pay your way out of a Chayiv Misa. So it turns out that there are three psukim to teach us that you cannot pay your way out of a misas basin. And the extra word kol. And uh, one of them teaches us chayavi misas chamuros that if you're it's a if it's a misas chamura where there's no kapara b'shogeg that like hitting a father etc that you can't pay your way out. And the others are to teach us about misas kalos, but both in the derech aliyah and derech yirida form. The misas kalos where there is a kapara, but in both derech aliyah. <coughs> and Derek Yerida. So Amalei Rava, Rava says to Rami Bar Chama, how could you say that we need a Pasuk, a special Pasuk to teach us that if a guy kills Derek Yerida, that he cannot pay it off with money, and uh, we don't learn that out from a guy killing Derek Aliyah, shouldn't we learn that the two are the same, Derek Yerida and Derek Aliyah are the same from what Tanu Dabei Chizkiah taught? To Tanu Dabei Chizkiah, because Tanu Dabei Chizkiah taught us when the Pasuk says, so Maka Adam which is Chayv Misa, and Maka Behema, which is someone who's Chayv to pay a Nezek, the Torah links the two of them to each other. So uh, to tell you that the same situation of Maka Behema, you Chayv B'Tashlumin, Maka Adam, you're Pater from Tashlumin. Ma Maka Behema, just like Maka Behema. We are not, we do not distinguish between Tashlumin, whether it's done B'Shogig Mezid, and also Ben Miskavin, the Shein Miskavin, we don't distinguish whether you intended 
to hit this animal, or you intended to hit another animal, and you accidentally hit this animal, or bein derech hibidil derech aliyah and lepotra mamon and lechayvo mamon, and certainly we didn't uh, distinguish between an upward motion and downward motion, meaning uh, the different ways of 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 uh, to pattern from from paying. In either case, you're going to be chayiv, meaning that there is nothing that patters you. In all these cases, you're going to be chayiv. So af maka adam, so too if a person kills another human being, b'mezid, where he's chayiv misa and he's pater from any mamon, it's similar to maka behema. In that lo tachlot bo bein shogig l'mezid bein miskavin l'shein miskavin bein derech ridel derech aliyah l'chayiv mamon l'potra mamon. We shouldn't make any distinction between whether he did it on purpose or he did it by accident. He did it with kavana for this particular person or not, or he did it derech aliyah derech Either way, if you kill another human being, you're going to be putter from mamon. So don't you? So so th- this brisa tells us that there's no chiluk between derech irida and derech aliyah. So just like they're equated in that there's always a chiv misa and you're always putter from from mamon. Who adin? We should say that there's no that that they're equated in the sense that you can never pay off your chiv misa with money. No matter how much you pay, you're always going to be chiv misa, and therefore. Kol Cherem still remains extra. We don't need the Apostle Kol Cherem. We use Kol Cherem to teach us that, uh, that we don't, we're not Mechalik between Derech Aliyah and Derech Irida. But we already know we're not Mechalik between Derech Aliyah and Derech Irida. So the Gemara rejects Kol Cherem to be teaching us that uh, you can't pay off even B'Derech Irida. You can't pay off your Chiv Misa even B'Derech Irida. And therefore we go back to the Kasha. What is this Pasuk already, what does this Pasuk add? We already have the Pasuk Lo Sichu Kofal Nefesh so based on that, the Gemara is going to now retract what it said. Is that you that that you can't pay off a chiyuv misa with mamon, and rather we have to understand that is not talking about paying off your chiyuv misa with mamon, but rather it's talking about what we originally thought it was talking about, which is that if you chiyuv misa, you're not also going to be chayiv mamon. That once you're ready chayiv misa, we're not going to punish you for any monetary obligations that you may have. And memela kol alone is what teaches that you can't pay off a chayiv misa with mamon in lieu of the chayiv misa. We need the Apostle to teach us that someone who's Chayiv Misa is Potter from Tashlumen, meaning we need it to teach us I, we rejected that possibility in yesterday's daf because we already had a Apostle to teach me the Din of Kamleh I might have thought that, that when we say you're Potter from Mamon because you're Chayiv Misa, that's if you blind a person's eye and with the same strike that you blinded his eye, you also killed him. So since it was one strike, that's when we're going to say your putter from the payment for the eye. But if you were a chayv mamon and, uh, and, and killed him in two separate actions, I might think we should have to, you should have to pay for the eye in addition to being chayv misa for the ritzicha, because these are two separate chayuvim. That's what the Apostle teaches us, that even in such a case, most you must, you get killed, but does not have to pay any money. So I asked the Gemara, Amrle Rava, Hanami, so Rava says, wait to Rami Barachama, he says, Hanami, this din of lo yason, meaning this din of lo yason, that if you blind the person's eye and you kill him in that same strike that you're part of from Mammon, we already know that from another Tanah Dabei the Tanah Dabei because Tanah Dabei talking about a person who's chavul 
Avero. Pasuk says, Ayin Tachas Ayin. So we darshin, Velo Ayin Venefesh Tachas Ayin. The Torah imposes a, one punishment on one strike, on one hitting. So since if a person is chovel someone else's eye, he has to only pay, so too, and he kills him in that same strike, he only has to be chayiv misa. The Torah is koveh in that pasuk, that there are never two onshim on a single act. So mainly you don't need the pasuk of to teach us about someone who blinds someone and kills him. It's, it's extra to teach us that someone who, who, it would be extra to teach us about someone who blinds someone and kills him with a different act. That your part of Ramon. So then we're back to the Kasha. is extra again. So based on that, the Gemara says, has a whole new way of understanding that comes to tell us that Samrus Chayv Misa is part of from all sorts of Tashlumin, even those Tashlumin that are only Bitaras Knas, that aren't really Mamun payments, that are Knas payments. We need the possible to learn from it that Samrus Chayv Misa is part of from Tashlumin of any kind. One might have thought that since the very notion of knas is a chiddush in the Torah, that there's such a thing called knas, that one might have thought that even if he's getting killed, you still have to pay a knas, and uh, the din that whenever you chayv misa, your part from tashlumen is only by mamon, but not by knas. That's why the pasuk comes to tell me that since we have an extra pasuk to teach us that you don't pay mamon, that extra pasuk is not just mamon pay payments, but even knas payments, that if a person is chayiv misa, he's going to be put from paying any sort of knas. So ask Gemara, l'rav da'amar, chidushu shechid shetara b'knas, avagav demiktum l'shalem, haikal cherimai avadai, that's great if you assume that that's true, that someone who's chayiv misa is put from knas. What if you're of the opinion that someone who's chayiv misa has to pay knas? Now what do we do with kol cherim? Now we have an extra pasuk. So he would hold comes to teach us about someone who's being taken out to get killed and uh, they say, someone else says about him that remember this whole conversation only began because we said, what if you hold like a <laughs> like like Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya, who says that uh, that when you say erko alai on a guy who's being taken out to get killed, that Yitaka do have to pay that erich. That's how the whole conversation started. So we're saying, okay, so if you hit the dead end, you can go back and say we're assuming like the other shita that when you say erko alai about a guy who's being taken out to get killed, that uh, that the guy has no erich, even though it's a very great chiddush to say that someone who has a gender and an age has no erich. But that's the chiddush of the pasuk. Okay, so now a new sugya, new mishnah. The Torah says by uh, by a man being ma'anis woman. Ki yimtza ish na'ara bisula asher lo orasa usvasa shachavima. The Torah says if a man finds a na'ara bisula who does not have erisin and he seizes her, he grabs her and lies with her. So it sounds like it's a, the, the pashas of the pasuk sounds like we're talking about a girl who never had erisin. So our Mishnah and the ensuing Gemara is going to talk about is that true that she never had erisin or does it just mean she's not a, an arusa right now? Now clearly it means she's not an arusa right now because if she was an arusa right now there would definitely not be any knas payment. A man sleeps with a girl who has erisin he's chayv misa, she's an ashes ish so obviously there's not going to be any knas payment if she's an arusa right now. The question is what if she once was an Arusa, and then she got divorced. So that's our Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Let's say you had a girl 
who had erisin with the man and then got divorced from that man. Rabbi Yosef Glili Omer Ein La Knas. Rabbi Yosef Glili says he does not she he does not have to pay her a knas payment. Rabbi Kiva Omer Yesh La Knas Knas He does have to pay a knas and the knas instead of going to her father goes to herself because she is she has uh, she has achieved a certain level of independence by having erisin and, uh, and 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 divorce. So in that case the uh, she gets the, she gets the knas all for herself. So I asked the Gemara of my time in Rabbi Yosei Glili, why does Rabbi Yosei Glili hold that you don't pay uh, Knast to a Narish in the Sarsha in the Skarsha? Because Amakra Asher Lo Orasa. It says that she never had Arisin. Ha Orasa, Ein La Knast. The implication is that if she ever had Arisin, then she doesn't get a Knast. Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva would respond, no, Asher Lo Orasa. La Avia. It says that Asher La Orasa, that only if she never had Arisin, that's when you pay the Knast to her father, Ha'orasa Liatzma. But if she did have Erisin, say Nechinami, you don't pay the Knast to her father, rather you pay her the Knast herself. But it's not that she doesn't get any Knast at all, she still gets a Knast, it just goes to her instead of to her father. So asks the Gemara and Rabbi Akiva, Elameyata, <coughs> If the meat from the pasuk about uh, is about a man receiving the kanas, and uh, we learned that if she was not nisarsa, the kanas goes to her father. But if she was nisarsa v'nisgarsha, she gets the kanas. Well, what do you do with the next with the other word in the pasuk? Naara. Pasuk says that the only time this uh, halacha of kanas is true is if she's a naara. So v'lo bogeras. So we darshan she can't be a bogeras. So hachinami deli atzma. So do you mean to say that if a girl is a bogeras and a man is ma'anes, a girl that's a bogeras, there is a Canas payment, it just goes to herself instead of going to her father. And what about the other requirement of the Pasuk? Besula. Pasuk says she has to be a Besula. Right? There are three requirements for the Canas. There's Naara, Besula, and Lo Orasa. So you, Rabbi Akiva, are saying that Lo Orasa is just saying that when it's Lo Orasa, that's when the father gets it. Otherwise, she gets it. Well, then you should say the same thing about both of the other requirements, about Naara and Besula. That if she's not a Naara, you should say there should still be a Canas. But she gets it instead of the father. If she's not a basula, you should say basula vlobula hachinami dilatzma that the father would get it, that she would get it instead of the instead of the father. If she's a buula, which is ridiculous, no one holds that way. We don't find any any tana that says that. Ella legamri. So clearly, when the Torah says nara, when the Torah says basula, it means that if she's n- not a nara or she's not a basula, there is no knas whatsoever. It's not that she gets it. There's no knas whatsoever. So hachinami legamri. So here also, Asher Lo Arasa should mean that there's no Knas whatsoever. So that's the Kasha on Rabbi Akiva. Answers the Gemara, Amalak Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva would respond, Hai Lo Arasa, the Pasuk Lo Arasa is not extra, but Mibayle Lechadetanya, it's needed to teach us what's taught in the following Brisa, Rabbi Akiva's sheet in the following Brisa. Asher Lo Arasa, Prat L'Narish and Nisarish of Nisarish of Shein L'Knas to Rabbi Yosei Aglili. Rabbi Yosei Aglili learns Asher Lo Arasa means that if she ever had a in ever in her life, she doesn't get a knas anymore. Rabbi Kiva Omer Rabbi Kiva says, no, yesh la knas, knas la that she does get a knas if she once had erisin and then she got divorced, she does receive a knas, but it just goes uh, the knas, and the knas goes to, to her father. And Vadin no saying, and Misvara we would learn that the father would be able to be makabal the knas, because hol va'avia zakai bekesef kiddusha, since the father can receive the kesef kiddusha on her behalf, va'avia zakai the kesef kanasa, and a father receives knas 
for his daughter when his daughter is not in Asrachmanal's son. So we should compare we should compare Knas to Kiddushin. Ma Kasav Kiddusha Afabishanasarsavanaskarsha La Avia, just like Kasav Kiddushin. If a girl already had Arison and then got divorced, still the father gets the Kasav Kiddushin as long as she's still in Ara Af Kasav Knasa Afabishanasarsavanaskarsha La Avia. So we should say the same thing. By a by 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 a uh, knas payment for Ones, that even though she had Eris and she was divorced, the knas payment should go to her father. So Rabbi Kiva goes on and says, "But that, wait a second, then Imkain Rasa. Why does it say a Sherlo Rasa if the if the fact is that even if she was Orasa, the knas payment would go to the father? So Mufna Lahakish So the phrase of Sherlo Rasa must be extra, and we must be allowed to use it to teach Gzera Shava. Nemrakana Sherlo Rasa. And it says by Mefuta also Asherlo Orasa. So we learn that we link the two partios of 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 Onus and Mefata to each other. Makan just like by Onus, the Torah says Chamishim Aflalan Chamishim. So to by Mefuta, the the din is Chamishim that the the payment that you pay is Chamishim Kesef. Umala Halan and just like by uh, by Mefuta, it's Shkalim. The fifty that you're paying is fifty Shkalim. Afkan Shkalim. So to by Onus, it's uh, it's teaching us. That you pay, uh, they, they, you pay shkalim and not chamishim maos or chamishim dinar or any other coin. So you see that both by onus and by mafata, you need to pay chamishim shkalim. So the pasuk sherlo rasa is not extra to teach us the drush of Rabbi Yossi Aglili to tell me that a girl who ever had erisin doesn't get uh, kenas. No, she does get kenas. So uh, the problem over here is that we've switched now. Though we're saying not that not, not that uh, the kenas goes to her, but the kenas even still goes to the uh, to the. Father. So the Gemara asks on, on Rabbi Akiva's sheet in the Brisa, Rabbi Akiva, my Shava, had Rabbi Akiva known in the Brisa that Asherlo Arasa should be used to link uh, Ones and Mefata, and Besula should tell us that uh, Bu'ula doesn't get Kanas at all. Maybe you should use the word besula to make this gzera shava to teach us that both by onus and by mafata you pay chamishim shkalim and asher lo arasa pratlin arshin asarsim neskarsha. Meaning the Torah by, by by kenas has three requirements. She has to be a nara, a besula, and asher lo arasa. So let's leave out nara for a second. Arasa and uh, asher lo arasa and besula. So how did Rabbi Akiva know in the Brisa that Basula is serious? That we really mean, that she's got to be a Basula, otherwise she's not getting Kanas. Asher Rasa, that doesn't really mean that. That's just used for Gzair Shava. Maybe Asher Rasa is serious, and if she ever was an Arusa, then forget it, she's not getting Kanas. And Basula is not so serious. Basula is just used for Gzair Shava to tell me that she gets Chamishim Shkalim. So says Mar Mistavra Asher Rasa L'Gzair Shava. It's more Mistavra that Asher Rasa is there to teach us Gzair Shava, because uh, because by Nara that's Nisarsav and Niskarsha, you could still call her a Nara Basula, meaning even though she was Nisarsav and Niskarsha, she's still a Basula and not a Baula. As opposed to if you darshan the Gzer Shava from Basula, it turns out that you're going to say that even a Baula would get Kanas, even though she's not a Naara Basula. So the, the phrase Naara Basula uh, wouldn't work, la halacha, if you were to just use Basula as a Gzer Shava. So, frankly, 
Amar no Adarabba, Basul Xerashavasharikarasha. It doesn't make any sense because now Ashola Rasa doesn't make it meaning if you can use Ashola Rasa for Xerashava and say that it's okay if she had Arison and she's still gonna get a Knas, well then the words Ashala Rasa don't make uh, don't make any sense. So uh since so so, so it turns out that we, we the Pasuk is gonna have to be Lavdafka on some level, either Basula's Lavdafka or Ashala Rasa's Lavdafka. So uh why do we, why does Rabbi Kiva choose to uh, be to be marba narish and sarsim and discussion be mimaid and narabuula and not the opposite? So says Mar Mistavra. It makes more sense to be mema'ita bu'ula and to be marbe, narish and sarsav neskarsha, because a woman who already had bia, she had a shinoi in her guf. She physically is changed through that bia, and therefore the pegam that's caused by the rape is not as big of a pegam because she has already been physically affected. But a girl who's in the sarsav neskarsha and she got divorced after Arison never had. Bia, so there was never any physical change that happened to her. So it's still a very major pagam when a man is ma'aniser, and therefore it's more mistavir to say that there's not going to be a kanas for a bu'ula, whereas a narish in the sarsav and garsha, where she's still a basula, most mistavir to say that in that situation there would be a kanas. So the Gemara says, wait a second, uh, the, the, the Gemara just uh, pauses for a moment in the discussion of Rabbi Akiva to, to address Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Rabbi Yossi Aglili is the one that, that understood Asher Rasa Kipshuto, right? He's the one that understood that a girl who ever had Arisin is uh, automatically excluded from Knas. How's he going to know that the, uh, that the coins that you use to pay the, uh, the Ones victim or is, is Shkalim and, uh, that it's, and that it's got to be 50? I mean, Rabbi Kiva makes Asher Rasa because Rabbi Kiva doesn't take Asher Rasa literally, he says it's extra to use it for Xerashava. And what does that Xerashava teach me? That both by Ones and Mefata, it's 50 shkalim. Good, so what if you do take Asher Rasa literally, like Rabbi Yossi Aglili does, you don't have Xerashava. So how are you going to know this din of 50 shkalim? So says Gemara, Nafkele Midetanya. He learns it from the following brysa. Kesef Yishkal Kemara Besulos. Sheyeheze Kemara Besulos, Kemara Besulos, Kazet. That we darshan, that the Pasuk says by the Parsha of Mefate, that Kesef Yishkal Kemara Besulos, we darshan that the Mefate has to pay just like Mara Basulas, just like the amount that's designated for a Basula somewhere else. Where's that somewhere else? That's by Ones. That just like by Ones, it's Chamishim Kasef, so too by Mefata, it's Chamishim Kasef. And also Mara Basulas Kazeh, just like Mefata is Shkalim, it's not a, from, from the, the number 50 is uh, explicit in the Torah by Ones. Shkalim is explicit by Mefata. So we learn one from the other. We learn the number from Ones to Mefata and the type of, uh, of, of currency from Mefata to Ones. So now the Gemara goes back to Rabbi Akiva's sheet after that uh, brief, uh, the brief uh, turn into Rabbi Yosei so this is the, the kasha that we raised before. The Mishnah says that in order that's Nisarsav and Nisgarsha, that as Arison gets divorced, receives the Knas herself. Her father does not get the Knas. She gets the Knas. The Brysa says that her father gets the Knas. So, Gemara, Trey Tanai, Valibid Rabbi Kiva. 
the Tan of the Mishnah disagrees with the Tan of the Brisa as far as what Rabbi Akiva's Shita really was. Say no chinami, there are two opinions as to what Rabbi Akiva really held. Say asking Mar Bishlam Rabbi Akiva the Masnisin. I understand very well Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah, who holds that a Nara that's Nisar Svinasgarsha gets the Knas herself, Lo Asya Gzera Shava Umafka Lilakra, Mi Pashtilagamri. It makes sense that she should get the Knas herself, because Gzera Shava should not have the ability, uh, the Gzera Shava between Onus and Mafata to totally uproot the Pashtus of the Pasuk. And uh, the Torah says, Asherlo Rasa, to tell me that something is different if she ever had Arisen. So it makes sense. Meaning, if she never had Arisen, father gets the Knas. If she ever had Arisen, something's going to be different. What's that something? She'll get the Knas. So great, you could use Asherlo Rasa for the Gzera Shava, and still the Pashtus of the Pasuk teaches me something. The Pashtus of the Pasuk is still true, because it's only Asherlo Rasa that the father's going to get the Knas, when it's not Asherlo Rasa, she'll get the Knas. Elder Rabbi Akiva the Brisa, but according to Rabbi Akiva the Brisa, that nothing changes La Halacha if she had Arisen. The Gzer Shav is coming and totally uprooting the Pashtas of the Pasuk. There is no halachic meaning to Asher Rasa. There's no halachic significance to a girl actually having Arisen. The Knas is going to go exactly to the same place. So says Gemara, Amr of Nachum Reitzchak, Kari Bey, Asher Arusa. You have to explain the Pasuk to read Asher Arusa, meaning at the time that he was Ma'anesir, she was not an Arusa at that time to anyone, because if she was in Arusa at that time, Yechayv Misa Meli Yipater from Kanas. But the Pasuk is not coming to tell me that she was never in Arsa Meilam. So there is Pashtas, so the Pasuk does mean something. Asher Lo Arasa doesn't mean she never had Arisin, it means she's not currently Be'erisin, and that's true Lahalacha. If she's currently Be'erisin, then there's certainly, there's certainly not going to be a Kanas payment. The Rashba writes that the Gemara doesn't mean to actually change the Pasuk and to change Asher Lo Arasa to Asher Lo Arusa. It's it's coming to explain what the words Asher Lo Orasa mean. I mean we're not, the Rashi says the Gemara is not suggesting that when you do Kriya Torah, you should pronounce the word differently, that you should pronounce Asher Lo Arusa. No, it's Asher Lo Orasa, like the, like the Torah says. It's just saying that Orasa means right now, as opposed to in the, in the past. So uh, that, that's, that's all it means. It's not, not actually changing the words of the, pos- of, of the Pasuk. You have that a lot of times by the, the uh, Rishonim pointed out by Mishnais, even when we do that, even when we're not changing it doesn't actually mean that it's missing things that we have to add. It means that there's some explanation that needs to be added in, that you have to understand it on a little bit of a, of a deeper level. The, the Rashba, though, does ask if Rabbi Kiva Braisa holds that the Pasuk is coming to be Mimayin and Arusa, so why does it say Matam Lama Shalo Arasa? Rabbi Kivan the Brisa says that Ashala Rasa is open to teach us Xer Shava. What are you talking about? If Ashala Rasa just means that she's not in Arusa right now, then it's not extra at all. It's not open to teach me Xer Shava. It has halachic significance. It has halachic meaning. Because it actually means that she doesn't have, uh, she's not in Arusa right now. So he says, yeah, but the Torah says a couple of times Ashala Rasa by Onus and Mafata. One of them is extra for Xer Shava. So the fact that one of them it's at least muflim It's at least open on one side, and uh, that's uh, that may be enough to make the gzera shava 
a viable Gzair Shava. So I asked the Gemara, Arusa Baskilahi. What do you mean? The Pasuk has to tell me, Ashela Arasa, that she's not in Arusa right now? Of course, if, if she's in Arusa right now, you're not going to be Chayv the Kanas. She, you're bas, she's Baskilahi. Meaning, uh, that it's, it's, uh, anyone who's Chayv Misa is always Pata from Tashlumen. That's what the whole parak's about, right? That's what we learned from Veloya Son. Why do I need a special Pasuk to Vidafka be Mimait? Kanas, so the Gemara says, yeah, because had I not had this pasuk to be my kanas, salka daitachamina, hol v'chidushu shechitshutah b'kanas, avukav the mikdom l'shalim. One might have thought that kanas is different than mamon. That you're right. When someone is chayv misa, we know they're part of from mamon, but we don't. We didn't necessarily know that when someone is chayv misa, they're part of from kanas. So by a regular chayv mamon, person is chayv misa, your your pater lo yason teaches that your pater from uh, paying the mamon. But when it comes to kanas, where the whole Concept of a knas is a chiddush. Maybe we'd be mechayiv even b'makomisa. That's what Asher Rasa is coming to teach us. That we read Asher Lo Arusa to tell me that even a knas payment, if you're chayiv misa, you're not going to have to pay. Tos and Dibra Maskal Arusa asked the Kashi, he says, Adraba, since you don't need a pasuk to be mechadesh, that there's no knas for Inara Arusa, so the pasuk is clearly extra for Gzera Shava. Meaning, what was the Gemara saying? That Arusa Baskilahi, that was the Gemara's Kasha. That, of course, an Arusa is a Baskila. That, that, so, so if she's a Baskila, so if it's a Baskila, now, of course, you're not going to have to pay the kanas. That's not a kasha. That's a, that's like a teretz. Tosa says. What do you mean? Right, and that's why it's an extra pasuk, and that's why it's mufna for gzeir shava, which is exactly what Rabbi Kiva and the Brisa uses the pasuk for. So it should work out very well. Why is this? Uh, why is the, why is this a kasha? So Tosa says because the, the it had the pasuk only come for the gzeir shava. The Torah should have said asher lo arusa and not written it differently, a Sherlo Orasa, where you could easily make a mistake and think that, uh, that, that, that Nisar Siv Niskarsha, she gets her own Knas. But if there's a, some Chiddush in these words, so it could be the Torah's Mishana the Lashon in order to learn that Chiddush from these words as well. So that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara answers, yes, there is a Chiddush in these words, and that Chiddush is that you still uh, are part of from a Knas, even from a Knas payment, when you have Misa, not just from a Mamun payment. So ask the Gemara further, According to Rabba, who holds that Taka, you do pay a Knas even when you have Misa, then how are you going to explain Rabbi Kiva and the Brisa? You can't say the Pasuk is coming to be Mayan Arusa uh, from, from paying the Knas because because uh, he holds that you do have to pay the kanas. So some like Rabbi Akiva the Masnisin in Echnami, he would hold like Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah, who holds that Ashola Rasa comes to tell me that uh, that that if she never was in Arusa, that she uh, that the that, that that she gets that the kanas goes to her father. But if she ever was in Arusa, there's still a kanas payment, and she gets the kanas herself. So in Echnami, you can't hold. Rabba cannot hold like Rabbi Akiva the Brisa. Rabba must hold like Rabbi Akiva the Mishnah. So now the Gemara brings a Brisa about paying a knas Someone is ma'ani sinara. Who does he pay the knas to? La via v'yesham la'atzma. So it goes to the father, and some say that it goes to her. La'atzma amai. How could it be that the knas goes to the nara herself? It's a pasuk that says the ferish that you give nasan ishashachivma la'avia nara chamishim kasef. So how can you ever say that it goes to her? Amr avchista hachal benarish in the sars of in the skarsha askinan. No, we're talking about a nara who once had erusin and has been divorced from that erusin. And that's exactly the machlokas. Rabbi Kiva and the Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva and the Brisa. If the Nara once had Erisin, <coughs> if the Nara once had Erisin, and now she's divorced, 
who gets the knas payment? Does she get the knas payment, or does her father get the uh, the knas payment? Amar Abaye Baaleha Umesa. If a guy is Baal a Nara Baonas, and then the Nara dies before they ever have the opportunity to go to Beisdin, Potter he doesn't have to pay the knas. Shnemar Lavia Nara, because the pasuk says Nasan Lavia Nara. The pasuk says you give it Lavia Nara Velo Lavi Mesa, and we dash Lavia Nara means to the father of a Nara, but not to the father of a of a of a girl who's already dead. So if the girl's already dead, there's no payment of the knas. That was Pashat Abayi, but Rava actually raised it as a Shaila. Do we don a woman as if she became a Bogeres while she was still alive or not? Do we say that a Nara that dies and reaches Bagrus uh, when she's dead is as if she's a Bogeres and therefore Udibnahavi, the Knas goes to her son because the son Yarshin's the mother? Or maybe no. There's uh, you don't you don't become bogeris in the kever and udavia havi and the knas goes to the to the father. So that's the uh, the the gemara's uh, question. So Bez Hashem actually will pick up from uh, from Rava tomorrow because it goes right into the the next stuff. So we'll pick up there tomorrow.